and welcome everyone to this episode of The Green Room, the podcast brought to you by the Newtown Players of Lexington Park, Maryland. I'm your host, Stacey Oosterink, and I'm super excited because I am getting to interview and just spend like 30 minutes talking to one of my buddies at the theater. Um, He's kind of sort of my boss at the theater too, which is a little weird, but facilities chair, Steve Pugh. Hello, boss. How are you? Good. How are you? Did you turn in your reports? I've not done <laughs> squat, quite frankly. <laughs> but you should totally be used to that by now. Um, so, Stephen, the reason I call Steve my boss is Steve is the uh, current facilities chair. He's he's the grand poobah in charge of the Three Notch Theater. And he had the misfortune to appoint me as his vice chair. So I'm in charge of all vice in the building. Is that what it, that's correct, right? Yep. You're in charge of all the vices in the building. Fantastic. Um, so um, this is your first term as vice, as, as vice chair, as facilities chair. But let's start for a second. Let's talk about how in the world a super uber talented guy like you ended up with a bunch of miscreants like us, like me, especially on the facilities committee. I like to think that uh, when I came along, I helped lower the bar at NPP a little bit uh, with everyone involved. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I first got involved with NTP uh, actually through my wife and uh, because she was cast in Gentlemen Prefer Blondes, a um, show we did a number of years ago now. And it was uh, after one of the show nights, uh, she was going out with a bunch of the cast and the crew and I decided to join everyone. So I met everyone uh, at, I'm trying to remember the name of the restaurant. Um, well, we were there late night, just having snacks and it piqued my interest and Dial M for Murder was uh, gonna be casting uh, the following week. And I mentioned a, a, a faint interest in it. And then at that point, everyone at the table was like, please come out, you might enjoy yourself. So on a whim, I went out and uh, I became a, a supporting role for that. Uh, I played the, the boyfriend, Max Halliday in Bioin for Murder. And uh, from there, I've just pretty much tried to be involved in almost every production since. Um, and you and Meg have succeeded. So for those of you who haven't put it together, Steve Pugh is the husband of Meg Pugh, our production chair, who we've we've also uh, interviewed on this podcast, who's a fabulous interview. Um, yeah, so they took one look at you and said, oh, goody, a dude in who was interested in theater, come along and we will put you to work. Much. Yep. So you and your wife have now been shanghaied. Um, you are been assimilated. And here you are. Um, and now we're both in leadership positions. So, I mean, I mean, who really got Shanghai? <laughs> well, I've, I, quite frankly, I think it's fun because I get to serve with both of you. So um, you came along, you were an actor first. Yeah, so I, I started out acting. And then uh, after that, um, oh, actually during that show, um, I started helping with the set builds and, and lighting and, and whatnot. And then after that, I started coming out for all the other set builds and getting, in, getting involved that way. I became fast friends with uh, a lot of the technical crew that's still around now. And from there kind of just weaved my way into this niche of acting and tech 
and filtered my way up through now as facilities chair. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, you are a dude with a hammer and you know how to use it. So there you go. And obviously- Oh, and everything is a nail, you know. <laughs> right. And and they made you facilities chair because I think your wife told us that you actually know how to change the toilet paper rolls at home. So now you get to do it at the theater. <laughs> So tell us about your, tell us about your. Wasn't um, enough rolls. Uh, I just felt inclined. <laughs> so tell us about your ascension to facilities chair and what the facilities committee does. Well, um, I, I became uh, good friends with the uh, former facilities chair and, um, and we worked together on numerous projects, either with facilities or with set design or, or other general work around the theater. Um, really put my foot in the door there. And, uh, and then uh, after his long tenure with the theater, um, he, uh, he, he took his nice leave and then I was nominated and, and I accepted and came in. Um, some of the things that, uh, that we've been doing on facilities, um, besides general upkeep of the building and making sure all of the toilet paper rolls are changed out, um, we're looking at what we can do to improve the experience for everyone that uses the building. Uh, whether that's, you know, front of house or production um, or, or any other committee, you know, facilities in my mind is a service role. We are here to provide a service to every other committee, every other entity in NTP so that we can ensure that you can do your job. Okay, right. So we're kind of a supporter of all things artistic, right? And we're kind of, the, the facilities committee does the, not just the general upkeep, but it was facilities that a couple of years ago um, spearheaded the big renovation of the lobby in the theater, right? Yep. Yeah, so a few years ago, um, it was recognized that our front lobby was in, in dire need of some upgrades. Um, so a number of us, including myself and and yourself, Stacey, as you know, um, were involved in that project um, in, in order to try to get that to be a better experience for members and patrons and, and other members of the community that, that come into our theater. And a lot of that work has started spilling over into future plans that we've been doing as well. Um, We've recently been working through theater appreciation, which was started a few years ago um, by the former facilities chair as a way for uh, membership to give back to the theater that they love and perform in. So we try to knock out a few projects that will help benefit the theater and the company as a whole. And, um, and most recently, we've been getting into um, modeling a lot of the design aspects that were done in that front lobby renovation um, to streamline it throughout the rest of the building into one cohesive um, piece. Right. So they, so um, yeah, so you and I spent many hours in the lobby painting walls and your wife, your wife is a painting demon um, in a good way. She loves it. So she's, and she's very, yeah, she good. Is. so we, we painted that whole lobby and we actually had some, some help from a, an interior designer who kind of looked at the architecture of the building and said, here's what you should play up and here's what you should play down, which was lovely. Um, and then 
we got new seats. I remember that. Oh, yes. That was the, a big the new hit, seats. Right? No, somebody said, these don't match the rug in the front lobby. We got to do something. <laughs> and then enter Steve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so we, we got the new seats, which uh, upgraded from um, the um, matching with the blue hints that were all throughout the auditorium to a Merlot or burgundy color. Really, really beautiful and very uh, theater-centered color. Um, so, so we had these beautiful new seats in, and we had then the rest of the auditorium that was several different um, hues of blue, and then we had our front lobby that um, was um, shades of grays and whites, and we're looking at our at ourselves, scratching our heads of how, how are we going to get this to actually match together. Um, so luckily we, uh, we had the expert guidance of our interior designer that worked on the front lobby, um, take a look at what we were doing and also future plans for, um, the capital grant project, which I'll get into later and really come up with a, uh, a vision for what the theater would be, um, all with the same color palette, which helped so dramatically and making us all look like we are part of the same vision in the theater. So for those that are very familiar with our auditorium as we've been there for a decade and a half, um, our auditorium now through um, theater appreciation this year is no longer blue. It is solid black yeah. and with nice accents of a peppercorn gray on all the frame and casings and windows. And we have beautiful frosting that was picked out that matches the front lobby that goes over all the window panes. And we have blackout film in appropriate locations where there's exterior light coming in. So now even during the daytime, it is pitch black in that auditorium. And it is really a, a beautiful sight. Well, and it that so much enhances the the being there, right? I mean, you forget that you're in a building and what people don't realize about our building is, I mean, some of them do, but it was a converted uh, library, but the molding and the millwork around the windows is beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's, it's really architecturally lovely. And so this color scheme that was recommended to us really does, it highlights it, but not in a way that distracts from what's going on on stage. Exactly right. Um, previously, we had a lot of blackout curtains hung that, that was hiding this beautiful millwork. And we, we really did not want to cover that millwork. And we wanted to bring it to the forefront a little bit more because it, it does add so much character to the building. And it, and it really is part of the essence of the building itself. And I, I think the color choices have done wonderfully. Um, the, the experience just being in it without even a show going on now um, it's similar to if you're going to a movie theater, the lights go down and everything is dark except for what you're supposed to be focusing on. And it is just, it's really a sight to see. And I'm so excited to get people into the seats again in order to really experience shows in a way that they haven't before. That's awesome. Okay. So that's the auditorium project. So our patrons are going to be thrilled. We already, I will tell you. It was a joy being there during one of the theater appreciation weekends with um, 
parts of our technical crew who cheered when they found out the lights were, I mean, that the walls were going to be black because it makes it much easier to light the stage. <laughs> so you're welcome, lighting designers. <laughs> Glad we could help. All right. So we're not only helping the patrons, but you also lined up a couple of weekends to help the actors. So why don't you tell them about the 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 overhaul that's going on there because that's super as as an actor director that's super exciting to me yeah and and as a performer and a techie like this is all hitting at the heart of what we do here at ncp uh so the other aspect of theater appreciation this year since we don't have any productions going on right now so we took the opportunity to try to enhance the spaces that our performers use and those being the auditorium we touched on and then the dressing room and the green room. For, for those that are familiar with our dressing room, um, it was installed um, previously with curtain dividers and the curtains, they had served their purpose for a long time, um, but they've started, they'd started showing their age. Um, they, they weren't as um, opaque as um, <laughs> you would prefer. And, uh, and there's, that room ended up becoming a lot of just storage area in the theater. So, so one of the main goals we wanted to do was clear that out and, and get items back to where they properly should be stored in the theater and then uh, improve the dressing room areas. Uh, so we actually upgraded from, I think it was four or five um, dressing stalls to, uh, to six dressing stalls, potentially seven. Um, and I say potentially seven because one of the stalls um, that was um, important to incorporate is ADA compliant. Uh, it's large enough to wheel wheelchair in and turn around and sit on a bench and, and finish changing. Just a, an accommodation that we never really had before um, that we really wanted to incorporate in facilities as we're trying to look at the whole building for ADA compliance and handicapped accessibility. So with that, dressing room that's ADA compliant, it's a nice large space for when we need it. And if we don't have any uh, people that need ADA compliant stalls, we have a curtain that goes across that turns it into two separate stalls. So we go from six to seven stalls. And we have nice hard wall dividers now, which separate it out. Um, those dividers are, are painted in our color palette and we have nice blackout curtains that really do wonders for making it a contained dressing stall area, more similar to a department dressing room. Fantastic. That's, that's great news. I mean, look, I've gotten, I've gotten dressed and undressed in those stalls and you're right. It, there was, they had served their purpose. I mean, most theater people, not super modest, but for those that are, that feel they need a little, they need a little modicum of privacy. This really does that. And I'm so pumped that we have um, an ADA compliant because you know we are looking, always looking for inclusivity and diversity. And we want everyone to feel that they could come be in a show and ha be, be, have a space where they could get dressed and have, have a space where they can be and be comfortable and we make the accommodation for them. So yeah. Exactly right. And, and something, something we're looking at doing as well is potentially adding a washer and dryer to that room, which would make costuming so much easier. 
because at this current time, we someone the costumer usually takes all the costumes home to wash them, or the individual actors do. And sometimes things get lost in translation, things aren't washed properly, there are tears. So we're, we're also looking at that avenue for helping improve that area even further. That's so fantastic. That's, oh, so good. <laughs> and then uh, the, the other area that, um, that we're working on was the green room. Um, now the green room is the place where the actors apply their makeup, um, they lounge around. Historically, they've also gotten paid in that room. With us all being volunteers, I wish we could pay people, but we can't. We're doubling your salary, Steve. You know what? I'll, I will accept. <laughs> <laughs> but um, something we, we identified early on with the green room was um, there's a lack of dedicated makeup area and, and hair um hair application area. So we wanted to make sure that we really um, put in a resource for people to actually properly apply their makeup and do their hair in a dedicated spot that would have um, countertops that you could actually put your items on, including your hot items on or store your hot items when you're curling your hair, flat, flattening it out, as well as having a mirror close enough and with the proper lighting that would really make the makeup look appropriate on stage. Because anyone that's ever been on stage versus um, just in real life daylight or anyone that wears any makeup at all knows that it looks different in any lighting. And I'm by no means an expert on applying makeup, but I know it's a problem. Yeah, so well, it's, it's not just a problem. It's not just lighting. Um, you also, we talked about, so our green room was green. It is no longer green. Um, mm -hmm. The walls are now a neutral so that, I mean, look, if you put on makeup and it's light being reflected off of a green colored wall, you're going to get that cast to your skin and your makeup's not going to look the same. So giving a neutral to balance, to bounce off of so that you get neutral light is that's important. Yep. So we have a neutral color on the walls and it really brightens up the room. And then with the dedicated makeup station, we have at least a good area for giving you a better base for applying makeup, for doing your hair and getting stage ready. Um, other, other facets of the uh, room were areas to store your personal items because we all walk into the green room. If, you're, if you are a performer, you're getting changed in the costume, you're, get, you're getting your makeup and hair done there is never an area to actually store your items. So right. they end up just being scattered everywhere. It was not uncommon to be tripping over things, to have stuff in crates and just stashed under tables as best you can. So we decided to uh, incorporate it, a cubby system with these nice large cubbies where you can store all of your street clothes for lack of a better term. And you can have all of your performance attire um, that's in the dressing room, ready to go for you. And then you can apply your makeup and go on stage. That's fantastic. Our actors are going to, they're going to be so glad, so glad. And the other thing is, is you've also, we've also added, um, seating, right? Cause actors spend believe it or not, unless you're on stage, you spend a lot of time sitting around waiting to go on stage. Yeah. So, and before we had just chairs pulled up to some fold-out tables and that that's all she wrote 
So we, we took the opportunity and we brought in two new couches for people to sit on. And we have additional space for additional chairs for if there's a larger cast in there. Um, and we have some nice tables for laying things out that are coffee table height. So you can either put food spreads or you can put um, any of your other items that maybe you're working on there. Or if you just wanna relax and have a place to put a drink while, while you're waiting for your next time to go on stage. Um, it's a really a creature comfort that was really important for, for anyone that has ever used that room. And, and I'm so happy that we're able to find um, good furniture that would really accommodate the space well. Yeah, that's, it's going to be awesome. I can't wait for actors to get back in the space. They're going to be so excited when they see it. They won't even recognize it. <laughs> All right. So now let's talk about the biggies. Cause, okay. Because um, you and our former facilities chair, Tom Esposito, and our funds and grants chair, Robin Finicom, everybody kind of pulled together. And with the help of some, some of our, uh, our local politicians, we got a bill sponsored uh, with the Maryland legislature. And tell us about the, the amazing things coming down the pike um, and, and the money that's coming from the state. So... Um... So the, uh, the legislation uh, that, that Stacey's referring to is the bond bill or the capital grants. Um, we, we use both names interchangeably. Um, what this is, is a grant given to us by the state um, in the amount of $100,000 for permanent improvements to the facilities. And this was started years ago, um, trying to get us qualified and um, all the paperwork in place um, so that we can start taking advantage of this grant um, that was written into legislation for us. Um, I'm very happy to say that um, in the coming weeks that it's scheduled to go um, in front of um, Maryland State Congress in order to get approved. Um, and at that point, we can start submitting all the items we would like to take care of. And some of those exciting changes that are coming I know for those that are not aware, um, and some that are, our dressing room and our green room do not have the best HVAC capabilities. They so do not. We, <laughs> they do not. <laughs> so we are putting in new units in the dressing room and in the green room in order to have better temperature control that is much more comfortable for anyone using those areas. Our front lobby is also getting new HVAC system that will make the area much more comfortable for our patrons and overall make our experience in the theater a much happier thing. Some other things that we're looking to do, as we mentioned before about um, inclusivity and, and trying to um, be accommodating to folks of all walks of life, uh, we are replacing our front door, our front lobby door to be more ADA compliant. It's going to be a 42 inch wide door with working handicap buttons so that anyone can go in that building and access our space. Um, it's one of the pillars of this grant was to try to make it more accommodating um, for all people in the community. And I'm very happy to say that we are able to oblige. 
Well, the wonderful thing about this is, um, and, and it's not that we didn't do our very, very best. We did. But when you, I mean, we were fortunate enough to get a lease for an existing building within the county. The building was probably built in the 40s-ish. Um, and, you know, you you do what you can do. You do the best that you can. You have to work with the fire marshal and you have to work with the county and you have to, you know, there are things you can do and things you can't do. Um, so we did a lot to our requirements, but we now have gone above the minimums and I'm so happy that we're now going above the minimums and doing things like, you know, wider doors, with a handicap switch that works, um, you know, and making doorways wider, ADA compliant dressing rooms, those, those sorts of things. Yep. And, and touching on that, on that aspect too, one of the largest projects that we're looking to do with this capital grant funding is we are going to finally finish the lobby renovations. We touched on every other aspect of the lobby now we plan on finally redoing the flooring in the lobby. We have this beautiful ceramic tile picked out that is really going to complement all the color palette that was picked out prior and all the aesthetics that we have. And that's gonna flow beautifully for anyone that has any sort of mobility um, ne um, necessities where they will be able to walk easier across that, roll easier across that. And we're going to widen the doorways between the lobby and the auditorium because we have two door frames there that are now going to be ADA compliant. So now from entering the building all the way through to the auditorium, we will be ADA compliant for all of our guests. That's awesome. So good. Yay. The more people you can, the more people you can accommodate, the more people will fall in love with theater. Just make it easy for them. Exactly. And as you're walking from the lobby to the auditorium, we have our two bathrooms that we plan on completely renovating. Thank the Lord. <laughs> so the bathrooms, again, building built way back when, um, that original tile is not the pretty like ancient original tile. It's like yellow and it's very- um, At least now it's yellow. <laughs> It's institutional looking. It's not, you know, you see some old buildings that have some charming like hexagon. No, no, we didn't get that. That's, you know, it was very the institutional grade um, tile. So yeah, so to carry that beautiful flooring and look all the way through the bathrooms is fantastic. It's, it's truly gonna be a completely different experience for anyone that's accessing the space. Whether, whether you're a performer, whether you're a patron, everything is going to be looking fresh, looking different, looking new, looking better. And I'm just, I'm so excited to have people see these changes and really experience it for themselves. It's going to be like a brand new building for everyone. That's awesome. Yeah. So we're going to get to welcome back people who are happy to see theater. And then, by the way, enjoy our new bathroom and by the mm -hmm. way how about them door frames so when do you expect construction to start so the hvac work uh, for the green room dressing room and lobby i think is going to be happening at the beginning of summer okay so that that's going to happen relatively quickly 
the uh, the front door is probably going to happen mid to late summer, and then the um, the flooring and bathrooms. I'm still getting some quotes on, but I'm I'm hoping that that stuff will be underway come end of summer and into fall. My goal is to try to get all of that done before we would have our uh, September show. Wow. You're ambitious there, big guy. A little bit. (laughs) So um, yeah, super exciting. All kinds of really cool things. All right. So we have a membership of, well, I mean, we have a pretty good size membership right now. So um, what would you say to those who are looking to help? What's step one? What can facilities use? Facilities, at least um, my preference for anyone that wants to get involved is contact me. Facebook, email, text message, smoke signals, yelling my name at the top of your lungs. I will hear you where there's a will, there's a way. And I I take a lot of pride in... um, having anyone from any skill set, uh, any, any background to come on out. I don't care if you've never touched a tool in your life, you've never touched a paintbrush, or you've been working as a general contractor or, or a specialization for years. You know, there, there's always something for someone to do, and I'm more than happy to teach you or have the other people that are coming out help teach you what you may not know, what you may want to improve on, and to help really better the theater. Yeah, well, I tell you, having been present for a number of paint parties, um, there are a lot, you know what? We have a great time. We play music and we paint and we're actually really organized. And, you know, theater people have a way of making stuff look good. That's what we do. So um, despite our best efforts, despite our best efforts, we actually end up with a really good looking product, which is lovely. yeah, so yeah, they could cut. They could just reach out through the Facebook page or or whatever. Hey, facilities chair. Hey, dude. Yep, um, we also have um, a website that's up that has uh, plenty of contact information for not only myself but uh, many other members of the theater. So if you're not sure who to contact, you can get someone to to um, respond to you from any of those messages, and they'll direct you to where you need to go. Yeah, you know, we. we we're, we are here to serve you, and we want to make sure that everyone is having a great time at NTP. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And like I said, as, as someone who, I mean, I tend to do a little bit of everything, um, and I really, my time on the facilities committee has been a joy. It's so nice. It's so rewarding in its own way to see things, see the, the vision start to come together, and you're like, oh, because you can see how this is going to work so much better. You know, yeah. people are super appreciative too. I mean, they're, you know, I remember being in the building the night that the lobby renovation debuted and just the overwhelming response is just, it's so gratifying. I may have to try to be a fly on the wall whenever uh, we start uh, having mass people back in the building again. Because I'm so curious to see their reactions and, and hear their expressions. It'll be awesome. It'll mm-hmm. be awesome. 
All right, Steve. Well, um, thank you for letting me chew up a bit of your afternoon. Thank you for letting me know all the cool stuff that's going on in the building. Um, you know, and and definitely keep us posted on you know when there are projects to come up. You know, we'll be happy to uh, we'll be happy to put out the word and get as many volunteers as we can. Thank you so much for having me. And the nice thing about facilities is there's always something to do. So we we always have something going on. We do. We have a we think of your home honey do list times a hundred, mm-hmm. and it's not all changing toilet paper. I promise. No, I usually reserve that one for myself. I take a lot of pride in that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Green Room has been brought to you and created by the Newtown Players. Um, I'm your host, Stacey Oosterink. It's produced by Kenny Faison and Stacey Park. Our recording engineer is Jay McCulka. Our mixing engineer, and gosh knows he does the Lord's work every time he gets a hold of our recordings, is Timothy Joyce. The fabulous music that you heard coming in was composed and performed by our music director, Hunter Martin. You can find the Newtown Players on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. All you got to do is look for Newtown Players. That's Newtown with an E. Put that E at the end of town, please. Uh, You can listen to the Green Room podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. And if you have an interesting idea, for a future episode of the podcast, or heck, if you have an interesting idea for what we should do with the facility, you could totally email us and we will pass it along to the facilities chair, but email podcast at newtownplayers.org, Newtown with an E. We are on the web at www.ntpshows.com. Thank you one more time for joining the green room.